0: This Wednesday, January 3rd, NBA Player Props edition of the NBA Propcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. And we're also brought to you by the Hockey Gambling Podcast brand new YouTube page. The hockey guys are giving away a hoodie to celebrate their new YouTube channel. Register at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash HGP. Welcome everyone to the NBA Propcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We are back for the new year 2024, the NBA Propcast. Uh, it's now time for the NBA to showcase, I guess, because for a lot of people, the NBA season starts Christmas Day and thereafter. But we are we've been grinding since the month of October, uh, even prior to that. But Joining me here to help me break it all down higher on the NBA Propcast, you guys know him as the voice, also on the NFL Propcast, one of the hardest-working gentlemen in the sports betting arena. It's Chris B. Cap and Chris. What's going on, brother? How you doing?
1: What's up? You know, excited to be here, man. We got a, a big, big slate. Uh, oh, oh, looking, you know, just looking at this, uh happy New Year to all of the to all of the uh, listeners as well. But looking at this slate, you know, we we had we 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 hadn't really had like too many slates that entail so many games <laughs> like so so immediately yeah. i was kind of like oh my god this this is a lot to digest because we you know we've been getting those seven game slates those eight game slates a couple six game slates but i mean we got plenty to dive into and i'm excited to do it with you as always man so let's let's get to it see if we can put some money in the listeners pockets man and in our own pockets as well i, lo- I love i'm loving a lot tonight you know <laughs>
0: Yeah, I, I had a, a list of at least six that I wrote down here for sure. At least seven that I wrote down. We'll talk about, uh, obviously, some in our honorable mentions uh, section as well. But, I mean, you mentioned – let's just kick it right off here, uh, Chris. Says, uh, why don't you take us over to your first player prop here for the Wednesday night schedule? All
1: right, let's do it, you know. So, let's go to – I'll start with, with one of the earlier games. Um, I'm looking at Donovan Mitchell in the Cleveland game. So, the Cavs will be back at the crib tonight. Uh Hosting the Washington Wizards, who are absolutely horrible on the defensive end. And Donovan Mitchell, I like his three-point problem, you know, three-and-a-half. I, I love that I can get it at plus money. Um, he's only been back for two games so far. We know he missed he – he was out with an illness, and I think it was like a real illness, like flu or something. Uh, so he missed, you know, three or four games for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He's been back for two. And in those two games, he's attempted 19 threes. <laughs> so this dude is, he's chucking them up. Um, he's made he, he made two in that first game back. He shot two for ten for the uh, versus the Bucks in that last game on Friday, um, in his first game back. Which is kind of you know like you, you love the attempts, right? You just need him to, to to you love the volume. You just want him to be able to make more, which makes sense because he had been kind of out of you know out of rhythm, not been on the court. It took him a while to get his legs back underneath him. But going into so then he had a day off and and well he had two days off and he played again on Monday against Toronto. He shot four for nine from three on the road. So now he gets a pace-up spot at home with a few games under his belt to get his legs underneath him, and and he's had that. And what does he get in return? He gets the worst defensive team in the league. Washington, uh, three-point defense over the last five games, they've allowed the fourth highest percentage from three-point line at 39% per game. On a season, just looking at season numbers for Donovan Mitchell, he's attempting nine threes a game and making about three. Uh, But with no Garland and no Mobley, uh, I think he continues to kind of carry – uh, you know, the offensive torch for this team, whether he's uh, distributing or he's uh, shooting, a, shooting a three-point ball. I also looked at the Cavs because this is something that I've noticed a little bit more without Evan Mobley being there and without Don- without Darius Garland. They're actually attempting the second most threes per contest, you know, over the last five yep. games. They're shooting 42 threes per game. So give me Donovan Mitchell in this first one, you know, if over three-and-a-half three-point makes in this one at plus money.
0: I had read this this one written down as well for everything that you did mention. I was going to put this in the honorable mention section, but I think you just solidified it here for me as well. And also, we're like like you mentioned, right, Darius Garland still out for this Cavs team, correct? If I'm not mistaken, so that's only going to leave you know Donovan Mitchell as your primary scorer, right? And it's not a secret that Donovan Mitchell has been that guy all throughout his career, dating back to his days, obviously with Utah and now being with Cleveland. But when you mentioned right, Washington defensively, has just given up the three point shot. Has been one of the worst, if not the worst, in the entire National Basketball Association. So, And you also mentioned the shot volume that he's getting from beyond the arc as well. So I love this here at uh, over three and a half with you as well. So um, I was going to mention today that for the honorable mention, but um, I'll, I'll give it out agreement with you. So I'll go over to my first one here. Uh, let's go over to the game between the Portland Trail Blazers and the Dallas Mavericks, uh, obviously with Kyrie being back. Uh, for the Dallas Mavericks. I'm looking at Luca's assist here. It is a little bit juiced at minus 135 on over nine and a half assist here. But um uh, now obviously the the scoring responsibility um uh, for Luca uh is not all on, on his shoulders for for the Dallas Mavericks, right? Because when we saw that Kyrie Irving was out for that uh brief amount of time, we saw Luca putting up 39 points regularly for this uh Dallas Mavericks team. Um, but I mean, we know he's a guy that can fill it up from, I mean, he can fill up the box, a box sheet from, I mean, any part of it, right. Rebounding and uh, getting assists. So if you take a look at what he's done, at least assist wise over the last, um, five games here, he's been in double digit assist in four of the last five games and just particularly against the, uh, Portland trailblazers in his career. Um, uh, the two matchups this season against them. Uh, back on December eighth, he had ten assists in that game, and then December sixteenth, he had ten assists in that game as well. He's had at least ten assists in four of the last five matchups, five out of the last seven matchups. So, uh, I think there's another opportunity where I think we do see some pace in this game. I think this will probably be one of the higher scoring games uh, tonight here between the Mavericks and the um, Blazers. So I do like Luca to you know get double-digit assists here again. Would you be shocked if he gets another triple-double? Absolutely not. But I do like his assist here over nine and a half. It's a little bit juice, but definitely shop around for the best number uh, for Luca assist here, uh, Chris.
1: Yeah, kind of hard to talk you off of this one. You know, especially with uh, you know getting Kyrie back, and they probably also got just a a really bad tasting involved. They went to they went to Utah and got absolutely smoked in that last game. So now. I think this is the first game of yeah. a seven-game home stand for them, you know. So yeah, I like uh, I like Luca in this spot as well to be able to, you know, get his guys back in his in their positions and you know them to be able to make shots. You know, he's, he has that. I think maybe the highest usage in the NBA, um, and and Kyrie still, you know, trying to shake off the cobwebs a tad bit. So definitely can expect the ball to be in Luca's hands in this spot. I like that look a lot. You know?
0: Yeah, I do see a minus one ten at both GM and. Um... Uh, bet three six five for Lucas assist here tonight at minus one ten. So, definitely do like that for sure. Um, Chris, before we do get over to our next player props here for the uh, Thursday, sorry for the Wednesday night schedule. Uh, let me tell everyone about Prize Picks. Look, Prize Picks is one of the best, if not the best, daily fantasy sports uh, platforms here, and it's really simple to play. Uh, I've won uh, uh, about twenty x by money ever since I started playing with them as well during the basketball season and the football season. And you can do that as well. So all you got to do, it's pretty simple. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats and place your entry. And obviously with the basketball season here, whether the NBA and college basketball, you can now pick combo projections across football and basketball from the specials leagues, a league created specifically for combo projections that includes two or more players from different sports or leagues. So for example, if you want to get down on LeBron and Travis Kelsey, at a projection of 10 and a half combination of three pointers made and receptions. You can do that over at um, uh, Price Picks. Price Picks even offers a reboot policy so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. So, for example, in football and basketball games, if you have a player who exits the game in the first half and does not return the second, that player is rebooted. PricePix is the only daily fantasy sports platform with an injury insurance policy as well. They have quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, an enormous selection of players and stat types of, are available. And that's what makes PricePix the number one daily fantasy sports app. PricePix offers weekly promotions that can lead to big payouts like Taco Tuesdays each Tuesday. Price Picks discounts like uh player projections up to 25% to provide even more value. And Price Picks now even offers Apple Pay for quick and easy deposits into your account this football season. So, all you got to do is go to pricepicks.com, make sure you use our promo code SGPN to get a first deposit match of up to $100. Again, that's pricepicks.com using promo code SGPN. All right, Chris, let's keep it rolling here, my man. I'll take us over to player prop number 2, my friend. What do you got?
1: So now we'll go to one of the later games. We actually got Detroit on the road tonight. And while I'm never looking to really target Detroit, uh, I am looking to target Cade Cunningham. <laughs> this dude has been absolutely killing it recently. And I, I think, you know, co- Coach Monty Williams understands that in order for this team to have success, they, they have to have Kate on the floor. So I took Kate, I, I played K. rebounds plus assists. I stayed away from the points. I think the number is pretty sharp. But Kate has been doing a really good job of, of rebounding and assisting the ball. I look at the Jazz – uh, defense on the on the season we know that they've been bleeding point, uh, assists to the point guards like the point guards typically get you know a bunch of assists um, they're actually allowing a, a league high 10 and a half assists to the point guard position on the season then I went back and looked at the last five game stats for the Jazz as well and they're averaging they're giving up seven and a half rebounds to the point guard position as well which is the fourth most so though, though it seems like a pretty advantageous matchup for Cade in this spot I looked at Cade as well he's been on a tear uh, as most people know, they were, you know, really trying to get that win um, to end that losing streak. And they they were able to do that. Uh, Cade is is he's over the 12 and a half rebounds plus assists in four of his last six games. Uh, like I said, Monty understands that he needs to be on the floor. So he's playing at least 33 minutes in all of those games as well. He did play 30 against the Rockets the other day, you know, but that was more so because of the blowout in the third quarter. He, yeah. he wasn't really needed in the fourth quarter. And um, I looked at, Kay's last five games, he's averaging uh, seven, almost seven and a half assists on 12 and a half, more than 12 and a half potential assists. And he's getting eight point three rebound chances in this spot as well. So I do expect Kay to have a, you know, a solid rebound and assist game. Uh, we we know that the Jazz have been been playing a little bit better. They are healthy, but typically when you find them in a the spot where they land too many points is typically when you want to fade them. <laughs> um, so I think this game is going to be a little bit closer than the spread kind of indicates. I'm not looking to bet Detroit at all, but I do think. I don't, I don't see blowout in this one, you know, so I took Cade over his 12 and a half rebounds and assists here.
0: Yeah. I mean, Cade's been the guy, I mean, there's no, there's no secret about what makes this offense go for the Detroit Pistons. It's Cade Cunningham, right? Um, and he was a a top three draft pick for a reason. And I think that coming off of the bad game, like you mentioned against the Rockets, which turned into a blowout, but he's a guy that's been racking up the assist as well. Right. I mean, I know he only had one rebound against the Rockets, like we mentioned, but that was in a blowout game. But prior to that, like you mentioned there, uh, Chris, he's been filling it up not only with assists, but also grabbing rebounds as well. And again, this game here tonight against the Jazz in Utah, I agree with you that I don't think they should be laying that many points, but do I want to put my money on this Pistons team either? Absolutely not. But with Cade, um, you know, earlier this season, had 28 points, had 10 assists against the Utah Jazz, had six rebounds in that game as well. So I think this is a a, a good value play here as well. I don't think the books have caught up to this uh, uh, to this for Kate Cunningham. So do love this here uh, for Kate here tonight. All right, uh, for my next player prop here, Chris. Um, let's go over to that Raptors in the Grizzlies game here tonight. There's there's a uh, um, Two that I like for one player, and it's going to be the starting center for the Toronto Raptors and Jacoperto. Uh, Jaco so since the trade transpired for the uh, Knicks and their Raptors, the backup center, and, and shout out to my our guy, uh, Mitch, was talking to him about this, and he said the backup center now for the Toronto Raptors is going to be Chris Boucher. And I don't think that gives a lot of Raptors fans confidence with him being the backup center. But excuse me, uh, ever since the trade did transpire, uh, Jakob has been playing, he's in an uptick in minutes, and that maybe that's because they didn't have the the bodies available in that game against Detroit, uh, where they uh, lost, but in that game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, he did play 37 minutes. So in the back-to-back to games, Jakob has played 35 minutes and 37 minutes, and he's also been in double-digit rebounds in three straight games. So his number of rebounds right now is at nine and a half. But also was looking at his blocks here tonight as well. Um, so let me start here with the rebounds. Like I mentioned, he's at three straight games of double digit rebounds. You're going up against Grizzlies team that you would think that they were supposed to be a good rebounding team. Obviously, we talk about Jaren Jackson, but the dude doesn't rebound at all. He gets his blocks, but he doesn't rebound the basketball. I don't think they're they're not a very good rebounding team either. So I, I like Yacoberto to dominate the boards here tonight as well. And you also take a look at his uh, blocks here for tonight. I'm trying to pull up the exact number for him uh, for his uh, blocks here for tonight. Give me a second. Um, So for him tonight, that number is at one and a half at minus 125. Memphis is allowing the most blocks um, to their opponents this season. We saw what you know the Thunder or sorry, the um Spurs Wimby was able to do last night. He had four blocks in that first quarter or first half. But it is Wimby. But at the same time, you take a look that Jacob has had at least two blocks in four of the last five games uh for the uh Toronto Raptors. And also in his career against the Toronto Raptors in a game uh they played uh last season when he was with the Spurs. He had five blocks that game against the Memphis Grizzlies. So I'm looking at both Jakob Hurl's blocks here, uh, but also his rebounds right now and a half here. Chris, any thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I, I love the uh, – I hadn't really thought about the blocks as much, but I love – um absolutely love the rebound. Um, Edge, I feel like you got him, you know. I think, you know, I, I watched uh, – Memphis was started off 4-0, uh, uh, you know, with Job ja Morant. you know, uh, coming back, and since then they – they had lost three in a row, and then they finally get a win against the, the helpless, um, you know, San Antonio Spurs yesterday. But they still really struggled to rebound the ball. I know, mean, I, I took notice of it. I didn't really take notice of it against the Clippers, and Zubac had, like, I forgot how many rebounds Zubac had, but he had, a, he had a nice handful, and I'm pretty sure he cashed his rebound prop. But I took more notice of it when I put my hard-earned money on Memphis to bounce back against the uh, Sacramento Kings the other night And I watched bonus get a double-double in the first quarter. (laughs) This was really alarming to me. Um, So going through and looking at the numbers, I know you didn't put too many numbers to him, you know, but last seven games, Memphis is the worst rebounding team in the league against the center position. They're giving up 20 rebounds per game, more than the Washington Wizards. So, uh, yeah, this uh, Jacoperto rebounds makes a lot of sense, especially if he's going to get increased minutes with, uh, you know, Boucher being at the the backup center and – uh them not having any pressure to chew anymore. So I I really love the rebound look a lot, you know. If I'm probably going to end up tailing on that. And also Memphis is on the second leg of a back-to-back. Yeah, as it's well. just
0: <clears throat> Yeah, and I was going to mention that it's an uptick in minutes as well for Yakob Bertol, right? I don't think that their coach now has an option to to play him um at that, you know, center position. Now they have the scores, right? Obviously with Siakam still there and uh Scotty Barnes is still there, and you, you added uh RJ Barrett and Emmanuel quickly into that starting lineup, at least in the first game. Maybe he still trinkers with the uh lineups a little bit. And I know the other two guys do a pretty good job of rebounding against Scotty Barnes and um uh Pat Skels Yakim but I think there's an opportunity for Yaakom just to you know kind of just continue doing um uh, you know what he does was rebounding the basketball, so I really do like Jakob Hurdle here on his uh, uh, rebounds here tonight. Uh, blocks is an additional look that I wanted to throw out there as well. All right, Chris, take us over to uh, your next player prop, man. What do you got?
1: So let's go to the Atlanta game. This should be interesting. So Atlanta Hawks will be uh, line kind of teetering back and forth. I think it, I think they are dogs right now. I think maybe one-point dogs against the, the surprisingly great Oklahoma City Thunder who took care of the Boston Celtics' home dogs yesterday. So uh, quick turnaround for for the rocket for for the thunder here in this spot, and um, I'm looking in this game, you know, at Jalen Johnson. <laughs> this dude made me some money on Sunday against the Washington Wizards, and uh, I feel like it's a low spot. So don't tell the books, like you know, they haven't caught on quite yet. But I played his double double, you know, if it's one thirty 130 plus one thirty five, depending on where you shop. But this is the best number I could find. So Jalen Johnson actually has back to back double doubles. Uh, he he just got one against the Kings. And he got one against the the Wizards in his two most recent games. And this is the reason why I say don't tell the books because I don't think they're really catching on to it. He's only played three games since he's been back from the, from the injury. And the only the, the other game that he didn't get a double-double, he missed about one rebound. So I love that. And that, that happened against the Chicago Bulls. This dude is averaging 17 points per game on 11 shot attempts at 59% uh, since his return. Nearly gets a pace-up spot. OKC is the number seven fastest-paced team in the league. Atlanta's the number five fastest-paced team in the league. Um, And they're they're the second-worst rebounder team in the league as well. And they're on the second leg of a back-to-back. So this sets up for a really, really good spot for me with Jalen Johnson here. Uh, He's averaging 12.3 rebounds since he returned, which is actually more than Clint Capella, a whole rebound more than Clint Capella. And we know Clint Capella can clean up the glass, but it's really been a big discrepancy in their minutes. 18.7 rebound chances in those three games as well. And he's getting, like I said, the minutes are there, 33.6 minutes per game, which is actually number one in that front court um, besides uh, Sadiq Bey. So I like Jalen Johnson a lot tonight. You know, give me his double-double at plus 135.
0: I really like that look here. I mean, that's this is a low-key find. Um, but, I mean, just take a look at the rebounding numbers of the last two games and two teams that – also playing at a fast pace, right? The Sacramento Kings, he had th- uh, 15 rebounds in that game. And again, the Washington Wizards, he had 13 in that game. And now you have the OKC Thunder who are coming in after that game against the Boston Celtics. But if you take a look at the numbers, the, the Thunder have been really good in back-to-back situations. And again, the line is indicating this is going to be a game that comes right down to the wire. So expect him to get the minutes as well. He's played at least 35 minutes in three out of the last four games. Uh sorry, three out of the last five games. I know there was a game where he only played eight minutes. I think he left that game with an injury uh, against the Wizards. But... He's getting the minutes, and I think, like you mentioned, right, Clint Capella, he used to be a rebounding machine. It was as, when he was with the Rockets, he was a rebounding machine. That first season, he got traded to the Hawks. Um, he was also a rebounding machine, but that has kind of changed in that front court for the Atlanta Hawks. It seems like that guy now is 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 Jalen Johnson. So I love it here. I'll, I'll, I'm going to tell you on this one. I, I definitely wrote this one down uh, here for Jalen Johnson. So uh, double double Jalen Johnson plus one thirty five. Uh, against Oklahoma City Thunder. Um, all right, Chris. Before we continue here with my third player prop, uh, let me tell everyone about game time. Hey, it's that time of year where the new the new year here, and there's a lot of sports going on. Obviously, with the NBA in full swing, you have college uh, football, uh, college football, one game left. You have uh, college basketball that's in full swing. NHL, the guys on the ice, the, it's going on. Uh, The new season of golf is starting here as well. Baseball is around the corner. And obviously NFL playoffs uh, are pretty much about a week away here for us. And you want to get out to some of these events, let game time help you out. Because game time takes away the stress of having to find those tickets. And for you to get excited uh, about those events and let them take that stress away. So. It's not only for uh, sporting events. If you have like a comedy show that's in your area you want to get out to, maybe it's a music concert or a theater show, GameTime has tickets for all those uh, events. With killer deals on last minute tickets as well, Their best, best, best price is guaranteed. You can stop stressing over the tickets like I mentioned and, get st- and start getting hyped for the fun that you're going to have. Some of the great things I love about their app, like I mentioned, they have flash deals and last minute tickets are always available. And it's easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event in your area as well. But the best part I love about their app that you actually get um, images of your seat view before you actually arrive to the venue, so there's no surprises when you actually get there. And they also have the game time guarantee. What does that mean? That means you'll always get the best price with game time. If you find tickets in the same section and row for less, guess what? Game time will credit you 110% of the difference. That's how confident they are in your uh, in their prices. Tickets are also sent directly to your phone, so you never have to dig around through your email or wait for them in the mailbox thinking that they're going to get lost. Nope, they're sent directly to your phone. So all you got to do is download the GameTime app, create an account, and use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download Game Time today, last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. And we're also brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets. Win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets' sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every NFL, NBA, and soccer bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg, as well as an expected probability of the entire parlay. Sort all players by hit rate for any, play, any bet to learn which players are hot, and which picks have value. Stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame Bets to craft more intelligent data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit HOFBets.com and use promo code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame Bets. All right, Chris, let's continue uh, our player props here, my man. Let me get over to my next player prop here. And um, I'm looking at... Let's go with Fred Van Vliet on his three-pointer shots made here today. That's that two-and-a-half here as well. And they're going up against the Brooklyn Nets, and the Nets have really regressed defensively this season. And, you know, beginning of the season, I thought they would be a really good defensive team. And you could say the same thing about the, the Rockets because the Rockets early in the season, they were doing a very good job defending. But over the last couple of games here, last couple of weeks here, uh, and that has not been the case with the Rockets. They've been giving up the points here, but I'm focused more here on the, uh, the three point defense of the Brooklyn nets and, and they've been giving it up and I'm trying to pull up the exact numbers here. Give me one second as I pull this up. So, on the season, the Brooklyn Nets are bottom five in three-pointers allowed per game, about 14.1 points, fourteen point one makes per game. They're allowing close to 37 attempts per game, and they're allowing uh, teams to shoot about 38% from uh, the three-point land. That is also bottom five on the season uh, for the Brooklyn Nets three-point defense. We want to turn this down to the last five games. The Brooklyn Nets are allowing 16.2 three-point shots made per game. Which is the most in the entire league. They're also allowing um, 37.2 attempts per game. That's a little less. That's right around bottom 10. The thing that really jumps out is a percentage that they're giving up as well 43.5% per game from the three point line. That's the second most. And you take a look at what they give up to the point guard position uh, when it comes to three point defense. Um, they're allowing close to a, lot, a hair above three. Um, Attempts uh or sorry, three makes per game to that point guard position. And who's a point guard for the UC Rockets? It's Fred Van vliet So Fred Van vliet likes to get up his three-point shot. He leads a team in uh attempts per game, and he also leads the team in makes per game for the Rockets. So uh it's kind of like one plus one here. It's at it's at two and a half again, definitely shop rounded. It's a little bit juice around minus 135 to minus 145. So definitely get the best number. But I do love Fred Van Vliet to get over two and a half three-pointers made here tonight, Chris, against the uh, Brooklyn Nets.
1: Yeah, you know, this was one that was actually on my um, on my uh, honorable mention list, but I, I wasn't sure how I wanted to play Fred Van Vliet. I, I know that, you know, the opposite side of the coin and just a, a little bit of pushback, not enough to not play this, but the opposite side of this is that, you know, Brooklyn has been absolutely abysmal. They got called out last night. That game was never close. They, they were losing... Uh, they got punched in the mouth early by the Pelicans, which is what the Pelicans typically do. They were losing 3-18 or 3-16. They never recovered. It was a 20-point deficit, uh, I, I want to say, for 40 of the 48 minutes that they played last night. And they were called out last night by Coach Jacques Vaughn. But even even with that, it's a terrible travel spot. You know, if I, I went in and kind of looked at that. Um, this is their sixth game in, in nine days, and a lot of them have been on the road. Um, and, they, and the starters have played pretty heavy minutes in all of them except – the game that may have actually transpired to all of this to happen, which is when they got pulled out against the Bucks. This team hasn't won since they beat the Detroit Pistons, so you know it's been it's been it's been a while. Um, that game was it was in Detroit, so um, Van Fleet is an advantageous matchup here. You know Spencer Dinwiddie is not uh, somebody that can guard, and I think yeah. that uh, you know definitely having Ime Udok over there, he's going to pick and find the right matchups and positions for. Fred Van Fleet to be successful. With no Dylan Brooks, Fred Van Fleet's been picked up a little bit more to offense because, you know, Dylan Brooks was actually probably our best three-point shooter, you know, for for for, for a time between him and Jabari Smith Jr. So I really, really like this. I didn't know whether I wanted to play his points because Brooklyn also just gives up a just a ton of points to the point guard position. I was That was something that I was looking at. But the threes actually make a lot of sense here. You know, last seven games, I'm looking at Brooklyn giving up 28.9 points to the point guard position, which puts them as at the sixth most. Um, but the three point makes makes a lot of sense as well. So Fred Van Vliet over 17 and a half points, over his two and a half point makes. I think he gets there probably on both. You know, I like the I like your look here a lot.
0: Fifty-two percent of his attempts uh are coming from beyond the arc uh for Fred Van Vliet. So I think you know that that's kind of what uh you know tipped me towards Fred Van Vliet making three threes here today. I know he's only done it once over the last five games, but I think the attempts have just been there for Fred Van Vliet. and now. And then in, in, in a matchup where, like I mentioned, and like we mentioned here, Chris, that it, going up against the Nets, who have been the worst three-point uh, defense, at least over the last five games, and it has been consistent for them all season long, uh, I think this is an opportunity for Van Vliet to b- uh, bounce back here, uh, scoring points, and more importantly, knocking out some three-point shots here. Um, but he has done it in back-to-back games here as well. I'm sorry. So he has done it in uh, two out of the last five games, and those two games have been in back-to-back games against the Sixers. Where he had eight, and then he had three against the Detroit Pistons as well. So hopefully that one gets to uh, to the window here tonight for us. All right, so that is three player props each here, Chris. Let's get into our honorable mentions, man. Why don't you kick us off?
1: So I think a big one for me is looking at. I looked at the the bad travel spot I talked about. It's it's really really rare in the NBA that teams are playing a six game in in ten days. That's a, that's a lot of games over a short period of time, and typically it includes. Uh, you know, a lot of back-to-backs together. And when they're on the road, they typically run out of gas in this spot. So I wanted to target um, a De'Aaron Fox tonight. I know his points prop is pretty high. 29 and a half is a lot of points, but this is something that he did last night. And I think, you know, just looking at Orlando, I do expect them to run out of gas. They're super vulnerable to the point guard position. We saw that last night. Steph Cray came in there and <laughs> absolutely lit him up for 36 points. Um, you should get a motivated team. <laughs> Every time Sacramento is laying points, you typically don't want to take them because they they, they come out super flat. We saw them lose to Portland a couple days ago uh, no. well last week. And then, of course, you know, super tight game. They go in to Atlanta. They get a win. They go into Memphis, smash Memphis. So I do expect them to bounce back in the spot. They didn't have to travel last night. And, and granted, Orlando didn't have to travel as much. But I like Fred Van Fleet. I, I said Fred Van Fleet. I, I like uh, De'Aaron Fox. A lot tonight you know if I looked at Orlando's defense and like I said super vulnerable to the point guard position last seven games they're actually giving up the fourth most points to the point guard position as well so I think it could be another really really big game for for De'Aaron Fox and uh in the Sacramento Kings offense against a really stingy defense in uh in Orlando but I think you know De'Aaron Fox is gonna have to carry him tonight offensively
0: yeah I know Fox last night obviously did not have a great game um but I think with with Fox, you know, you're going to get the shot volume. I mean, over the last five games, he's averaging 23 attempts per game. Um, last night, I know he scored 30, but it wasn't very efficient. In back-to-back games, he's been he's 20 of 48 over the last uh, two games against the Hornets and against the Memphis Grizzlies. So, um, and I think that the one area he really does need to prove is to work on his free throw shooting because you know he's only shooting what 63. percent uh, from the free throw line over the last five games on the season he's only at 71.6 so if you can get that up to like 75 and 80 uh, i think that again that's only gonna help increase his his scoring uh you know per game but yeah i mean after last night losing as a 16 point or home favorite i don't think mike brown is going to be messing around with these guys he's going to get this team motivated um and to go up against this Orlando Magic team. Orlando, I think the front court is where their kind of strength is because they have guys that can rebound the basketball. So maybe Sabonis doesn't have that success here tonight, So, but on the perimeters where they are struggling, like you mentioned, uh, for the Orlando Magic. So yeah, I, again, like we mentioned, that this Kings team goes when De'Aaron Fox goes. And if he's on the floor, obviously this team is a whole lot better. Um, so I can't talk you off of that. A couple I did like here. I know the ones that are not posted yet. DeMar DeRozan points here tonight in Madison Square Garden. Uh, I think Kobe White left with an injury yesterday. Um, You still don't have Zach Levine. Nikola Vucevic is still out. So you're then very limited as far as who's going to score the basketball for you for the Chicago Bulls. So I think that one kind of made sense to me uh, as far as DeMar getting the usage and also getting the shot volume. If Kobe White is out here tonight. Julius Randle over 9.5 rebounds was something I was looking at as well in that same game. I think the hesitation that people may have is that Andre Drummond is at that center position for the Chicago Bulls, and he's just walking into 15, 16 rebounds at minimum right now. So I think they had a little hesitation on that. But I will mention this. I think Julius Randle has had at least, I think it's seven or seven or eight straight games uh, in double-digit rebounds against the Chicago Bulls here. Let me pull up the exact number so I'm I'm giving out the uh the right numbers here. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven straight games he's been in double-digit rebounds. Six of those seven games he's had at least twelve rebounds uh, for the New York Knicks against the Chicago Bulls. So um, that was the other one I wanted to mention, and I think that's pretty much all I had for honorable mentions here. Chris, you have anything else?
1: Yeah, one more. Um, looking at Jared Allen in this spot, you know, I typically like to target rebounds over for opposing centers, and I was on Jared Allen in the game against Toronto. He just uh, didn't shoot the ball well, shot 45% on four-for-five shooting. I took his points-plus rebounds in that spot at 28-and-a-half, and he fell short by, like, literally on the hook. He finished with 27 um, I like him in the bounce backs by him enough. You know? I think, you know, Cleveland losing that game against Toronto, they should be motivated. I think JB Bickerstaff for how these guys motivated. But specifically, the way I'm looking to target him is a little different. Uh, I, I like his rebounds plus assists. The line is 15 and a half. Um, and uh, you you just go through and kind of look at his game log and his box score – uh, and just watch the game as well. He's running a lot of offense for them, you know, which is interesting because you don't yeah. think about Jared Allen as somebody that catches the ball at the top of the key and like, you know, dishing the ball. But you go back and look, the dude had four assists in this last game. He finished on the hook w- on his on this 15 and a half. He had 11 rebounds and four assists. But the game before that against the Bucs, 12 rebounds and six assists. So that's good for 18. Uh, let's go a game before that against Dallas, 23 rebounds and six assists. So he clears this line easily with 30. The game before that against the Bulls, 17 rebounds and seven assists. So, I mean, he's getting, he, I mean, this is something that he could potentially get with just rebounds if the Washington Wizards come out there and they're, and they're, and they're clanking up shots, which the Washington Wizards' offense has not been great lately. they only averaging 112 points over the last five games. So, yeah. and in the way that, you know, the pace that they play with, to me, the line is minus 122. So it's juiced, and I think it's juiced for a reason. That's the best line, is minus 122 is what I found. So Jared Allen, to go over his rebounds and assists in a, in a pace-up spot against another bad defense, uh, you know, just kind of think it's a bottle spot when you kind of add the assist in there as well. Uh, and he could clear the rebounds line easily by himself as well. So I like Jared Allen in this spot a lot here. You know, over 15 and a half rebounds plus assists here. Yeah, I mean, take a look
0: at the Wizards, right? You mentioned that they, over the last five games, at least they are playing at the fastest pace but they're not very efficient offensively. So what does that kind of tell you? they they that they're turning the basketball over or there's a lot of missed shots and those opportunities are going to be there uh for him to uh you know grab rebounds and also ditch out, uh, dish out dish out assists as well. So I do like that I I wrote I wrote that down as well. Uh all right guys, let's get over to our let's do our best bets here uh Chris and then we'll put together our prize picks entry for the uh Wednesday night card here. So best bet on the card man, what do you got?
1: Uh, I'm going back to Jalen Johnson. You know, I, like I said, I found success with him earlier uh, against the Wizards, and I and I just love the spot for him. I know that the, the the Oklahoma City Thunder have been surprisingly good this year, but I I think getting them in the second leg of a back-to-back with, like I said, them being the second worst rebounding team, the pace is going to be there. Both of these teams are top seven in pace on the season, um, and I don't I just don't think the books have quite caught on yet to Jalen Johnson either his rebound prop or his points prop. Like I said, averaging. Just under 17 points per game, on 11 shots, shooting 60, 59% from the field, uh, 12.3 rebounds on 18 rebound chances in his last three games as well. So, and like I mentioned, the minutes today are at 33.6 minutes, so almost 34 minutes per per contest over his last three, and they need him on the floor. We know that they played a lot better when he was on the floor. So, give me Jalen Johnson uh, double double, you know, at plus 135 as the best bet for today.
0: Love it. Uh, all right, for my best bet uh i'm gonna go with luca assists man Uh, over nine and a half um you know we mentioned it now that kyrie irving's back that scoring responsibility doesn't have to fall all on luca's shoulders right now he can distribute the basketball as well um and this team is is finally getting a little bit healthy i know there was a stretch there over the last two weeks where they're missing key guys in the lineup like kyrie irving um you know they had uh, Grant Williams out, you know, for a little bit there as well. I know Derek Lively has been in uh, the lineup as well. But, um, and just I was looking at the, all the injury reports this morning. I was, you know, get the updated one here for the Dallas Mavericks, but everybody is pretty much a go now. Only guy that's doubtful is, uh, Dante Exum. So I expect those opportunities for those assists to rack up here tonight for, uh, Luca Dante. So right now, bet 365 and bet MGM has minus 110, minus 120 for Luca over nine and a half assists here tonight. So I'll take that as my best bet. Uh, all right, Chris. Let's do our PricePix entry here for tonight before we wrap up this episode. Um, again, go to slash SGP if you don't have an account with them already. Sign up with an account, but make sure to use our promo code SGPN. They will uh, match your first deposit of up to one hundred dollars. Uh, but making sure you use that promo code SGPN. Uh, all right, Chris. So you know, one thing I love about Prize that they give three points attempted as well. Um, That's a market that I want to dig into later because there's some tempting numbers that are on there, but um, I think we both like Donovan Mitchell here tonight for his three-pointers made, so you want to go more than three-and-a-half three-pointers made on Donovan Mitchell here tonight?
1: As long as he's still playing against the Washington Wizards, you know, if they show up, Absolutely. (laughs)
0: 100%. percent Uh all right. And then I really liked your look on uh Jalen Johnson here tonight. Uh let me see if they have points and rebounds combination here. Yeah, I see that here. Uh let's let me search for Johnson here real quick. So that's at twenty-four and a half, Chris. You like that number?
1: Absolutely. I think we points played it. Rebounds. I didn't play the double double the other day. I played his points plus rebounds at twenty six and a half against the Wizards and he cashed that uh he had twenty five at halftime. So he cashed it right in the third quarter, started. Another
0: fast paced game. Right. Uh second leg of de- second leg of back to back. I like that a lot. All right. Uh and then uh, let's throw in Luca for his assist. We'll throw in our uh favorite plays here for tonight in there as well. Luca is probably gonna be rounded up. Oh, it's still at nine and a half. There we go. All right. So we'll go with that here tonight for our prize picks entry on the power play. So uh that twenty dollar entry. Of Luca, more than nine and a half assists. J- Jalen Johnson of the Atlanta Hawks points and rebounds combined, more than 24 and a half. And then Donovan Mitchell, more than three and a half three pointers made here tonight. That twenty dollar entry will get you a nice payout of a Benjamin of a hundred dollars here for our price fix entry here for tonight. Um that's going to do it for this edition of the NBA PropCast. Chris, anything else we want to mention, my friend, before we get out of here?
1: Oh nah, man, enjoy the games. It's a, it's a crazy big slate. Uh, love, you know, that we have so many selections. Not always the greatest when you're trying to watch all of them at the same time and trying to keep up with your player props, but uh enjoy the games, everyone. Uh, you know, um, bet responsibly, of course. And uh check out all my work over on Twitter at crispy cap and two piece two ends. Um, and that's it.
0: Yeah, man. I uh, will be here uh, back on Friday uh, for the NBA propcast, and obviously with NFL, the last week uh, we'll have our propcast for the NFL. We'll do one for the Saturday games, and then we'll do one for the Sunday games, as uh, always. Like we uh, usually do. Uh, yeah, again, like Chris said, make sure to follow him on X at crispycap in two p's and two n's. You can follow me on X at sports nerd eight two four. We'll talk to you guys on Friday. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it. Ride.